Welcome to Summerfest, the biggest party of the summer. And we have another special episode for you. Or just a special episode if this is the first one going out. We haven't decided though. I feel like you're not bigging Summerfest up enough. This is fucking Summerfest, the biggest party of the summer, and you're all invited. Even Tim's invited for not all of them, but he is invited for this one. <laughs> Yay! And we also have invited Emily Milburn. She RSVP'd and everything. Not exactly when we asked her. You know what she's like. It's fucking hard work to get hold of her. That is because she is the busiest lady in show business. Exactly. And we get to hear about what she's been up to. Fucking hell. She's been up to all sorts. All sorts. And you'll get to hear about it right now. The Summerfest. Oh my goodness. Okay, so I can I can only see one person. Who is it? Okay. <laughs> Hi Adam. Yes. Yay! <laughs> I'm assuming your your scream will instinctively be whoever's making the loudest noise. So you'll be able to see me right now. You know, I actually um had deleted the Zoom app. Did you delete it after our last podcast where you just like scarred for life and you I just thought I can't done. anymore? <laughs> Gone. <laughs> Something like that. I think I just actually wanted to leave COVID behind. How is everybody? Very good. Thank you. Good. Yeah, good. Pretty good. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. It, really, really good. Thank you. Thanks for fitting us in. You are a busy lady. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you've, things, been, you've been up to all sorts. Yeah. All sorts. It's sort of been a, um, you know, just a really great year this year. I feel like got a few things coming out and um, yeah, it's just a nice kind of sort of place to be in really of course I want to be you know working on set a little bit more but it's um, I'm in the process now of having a few films coming out so it's that kind of um uh place in the whole process of things so it's kind of fun you get to go to a few parties and celebrate a little bit and and watch them so that was good and you are always at parties you are the party (laughs) queen (laughs) oh yeah it might appear like that I do chill out a lot as well I do like hanging out and just being chilled too but um yeah it's a it's a really great network over here and uh it's a kind of a nice thing at these places that you see you know you know what it's like in you know in, in the world of social media you you capture a moment and um that's what you kind of maybe post on instagram but um the reality is you know you're sort of there catching up with friends and it's always a good opportunity to to yeah uh, I, I guess see the people in your industry that you love to spend time with so that's sort of what i love to get out of those parties is just to uh use it as a as an excuse we all like to use it as an excuse to see each other so well thank you for giving up a bit of time to see yours we are very appreciative of it um, <laughs> oh you are so busy. kind of like it's like in in bed with emily <laughs> <laughs> right, that's what we'll call it. That that's going to get us a lot of hits, I think. <laughs> there, there, there's well, our I'm... spiking all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I I moved house since I last saw you guys, uh, so I kind of was a bit um uh, wasn't too sure where to kind of set up today because I had you know a nice fireplace last time and I had that front room, and this time it's just a little bit more rushed. Um, Are you so still- I said I'd just do it, do it in my favorite place. <laughs> Are you still in London? I'm still in London, I'm really just down the road from where I was, but uh, I can't believe it's been something like a year since I spoke to you because it just doesn't feel like that long, and so much has happened, I think, in well, the world we- of neighbors, <laughs> in the world of neighbors and the world of Emily. Ju- just to start off, just because you said you're in your favorite place. Quick question. Have you heard Alan Fletcher's song, 
How Good Is Bed. <laughs> Have you heard that song? Uh, no, I haven't. But, you know, it sounds like it could be like a, a banner. It, it is a banner. to it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is your homework after this. <laughs> You've got to go and listen to How Good Is Bed. Okay. I will. I mean, he's on to something there. How yeah. Good Is Bed? <laughs> <laughs> You said you've got some things coming out at the moment. Would you like to talk about what's going on right now? Well, um, the, one of the you know very exciting things that I worked on way before COVID. Actually, it wasn't way before. It was just you know it was a, it was about six months before lockdown. I think. Anyway, um, worked on uh, just had a small part on a show on a film, which is an independent film, and my wonderful agent um, at Real Scene said, Emily, you should be part of this. It's going to be really good. I've read the script and it's really fun. And they're getting a whole lot of people to get involved, lots and lots of cameos. And, you know, we'd, we'd love to have you on. Um, Gabrielle Foster Pryor, who is the director and the writer, uh, is a really funny guy. He's a comedian, but he's also got this kind of wicked, amazing science fiction brain. And um, so he kind of created this really fun uh, sci-fi which has really got a very funny comedy element to it so I definitely wanted to be a part of that so yeah I was lucky enough to get one scene in that and then you know we had you know obviously we had two or two years or three years out after that because of COVID and it just took a long what I'm trying to say is it just took a long time for this particular film to I guess get out of post-production and 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 hit and and hit the festivals and actually start being premiered but it was definitely worth the wait it's been doing really well around the world at all of the festivals and getting really good reviews and I've been watching the progress of it uh, around the world before it actually came to London so I hadn't actually seen the film yet and uh, that was last week and it was great because I think that it's called Bystanders mm-hmm. which, so if, which, you know if you're the listening looks, the trailer looks fantastic it looks so the fun. trailer is great so I saw the trailer you know as kind of the first uh, final piece and it just made me so excited that it just looked looked like something really uh, ex- exciting and different and uh, so that was great to to actually attend the premiere of that at the London Sci-Fi Festival. It was the closing uh, film and it did really well. I think it won the award for the best um, feature film in the end which was great and I'm really proud you know of Gabrielle for achieving all of those things and to see it like that and to be just so proud to be a part of something so cool. So you know I don't really want to say too much about it apart from that it's kind of got this it's about these people from like another dimension that come and uh, are kind of these uh, not angels but bystanders for human beings and it's kind of their observation of what the human human beings are kind of like. And it really is a joke on what our human nature is is like. And there's all different bystanders. We've all got different personalities. You know, I'm an Australian one. And I was just happy to be part of it and uh, something so cool. So it, that was really fun. It does look really cool. I got like, I've only seen the trailer, obviously, but it, it gave me like Black Mirror kind of vibes to it. It's like mm-hmm. this weird idea, this dimension with <laughs> like looking at the, the science fiction aspect, but then like looking at the, the regular people involved as well so it just it made me think of black mirror what did did it do that with you or anything yeah definitely black mirror um yeah it had a it's it's got a real modern sort of i don't know not not punky but um yeah definitely dark and black mirror ish because it is a dark humor for sure so yeah i think you're right on that one i think gabriel will definitely agree so it's great because it's done really well and uh and that's going to be fantastic for his next venture then um you know you want to you want to be able to um come out of your first 
uh, feature film, low budget, and be able to present to the next people you want to work with and investors and say, well, my film's done really well. Um, he's going to go, you know, he's going to be able to make more movies, which is just so, so great. Hopefully you'll get parts in those movies as well. <laughs> well, you know, I did manage to catch him at the end of um, his stay in Cannes, actually, and we had a really great meeting and it was just nice to hang out and, yeah, talk about, like, you know, what he's doing next and come up. So, yeah, um, I'd love to work with him again for sure. He's, and he's, and he's if amazing. you happen to drop our names to him or <laughs> the sequel or anything like that, <laughs> We yes. we are pretty good bystanders. We are great at just standing there, like watching other people and stuff like that. We, I think it would be pretty good. I think it would be really cool. And you guys are definitely like way more funny than me. So you probably have a, a bigger we, foot in the door. We though we are the kind of people that would have that kind of stupid confidence where you've been grafting mm. all your life, and and we we just show up. We've <laughs> been doing this dumb podcast for a couple of years, and we're like, can we have a go? Yeah, that's what well, happened, would be awful. Sure. Would be awful. <laughs> your on on your Instagram, Jay, you said this. Emily's character swears a lot. Apparently, is this is this true, mm. Emily? You you swear yeah. a lot in this. It film. is. It's. I think it's the first time I've um yeah sworn on on camera on the big screen. Um, uh, yeah. How did that well, feel? Which ones do you say? I think I said all of them. Ask Gabriel. He he was pushing me so far. Uh, it was not scripted, and he um, he oh, just good. was so funny. And I think who knows scripted. what I said, but he's definitely put the good one in the edit. I think, but it's a it's a nice solid <laughs> f word. Yes, <laughs> yes, we were hoping it was the f word. What, uh, so is that? So you've not you don't swear you haven't sworn on any films or anything before. What are you like? If you like, if you're talking to family and things like that, because when I go and see like my parents, I don't swear at all. If my mum heard our podcast, she would be mortified. Well, I what have. Are a, you like? I, I am currently having a bit of a swear, so I kind of just rolled off the tongue. Really, um, <laughs> it was quite. Yeah, it was quite a, a fun, easy, easy thing for me to do. You know, like just let it out. It's good just to um, it's, just to it's try it. It's allowed and very much encouraged on this podcast, just so that you can feel comfortable. <laughs> okay, cool. I, I get in trouble for going too far, but generally speaking, say whatever you want. I'm worried. Okay, you... that's good to know. <laughs> well, I'm worried Emily's going to proper let loose now. It's going to be like Tourette's <laughs> or something. She's going to really go too far. Yeah, I'm going to get my full, full-blown Aussie back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, it's a it's a sign of endearment in Australia. <laughs> I sounded like an Australia fat there. Uh, so Emily, I was watching, watching a bit of cricket earlier, so I feel really. Actually, I'm in um, a bit of Aussie Aussie mode. Actually, Ricky Ponting brings me right back home. <laughs> That's good that you've got that over here, where you can just you know take the mick out of a lot of English people about cricket. That's good. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was it? It's been a good day. But you you mentioned about the film doing so well in is it Cam? Yeah, we, it's Cam. We were debating Cam? how you say it before because we're not as glamorous as you, so we've never been. I think that sounds right. You know how it's spelt with an S, but it's Cannes. Um, and yeah, I guess it's the Cannes Film Festival, but they, you know, it, when you're over there, it's um, it's the Festival de Cannes. There you go. Was it, it fabulous? Is, it's fabulous. It's fun. Uh, it's, it's, it's really overwhelming. Um, it's intense. It's exhausting. Um, and you do have to pace yourself. Uh, but it's, it, you know, it's... Uh, always you know a great a great time and doesn't really matter I mean you know when the sun is out it really does feel like uh, you're in holiday mode and it's quite a, you know a different vibe 
the years I've been there, the weather hasn't been so great, but um, it's never cold and uh, it's always so much fun. And you do have to pace yourself, be a little bit organized, have a few, you know, have a few kind of things lined up, but always leave a little bit of magic. I always believe that can has something special about it. So, you know, you don't, um, there's always some, something magic always seems to happen there. So, Oh, that, that, what, what, what that sounds what, like you're teasing just, us or something. Um, what happens in can stays in can. Is that what? It, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> wow. We're, well, we're well, going to we, have to go next year. Can you sneak us in? Yeah. I definitely was going to say that. You, you know, you guys should rock up with your, you know, um, look your, at your, us. Your, your we can't rock up to Cannes. <laughs> well, you know, it is a film festival, and I don't know how much they do embrace uh, television soap opera. Sometimes it's still the same industry, and you're there with your people, and it's so nice to talk about that. And everybody's got a project, and everybody's, you know, doing something, or it's an open space. It's a free space for us uh, in our industry, our industry, you and you know everyone involved, to to (laughs) kind of just talk, talk and listen, and it's all you always make contacts. Like I'm not joking, you guys, you know, could have a great time if you know if you go. Um, And if you want to talk about you know the ins and the outs of it, you can always just ask me. So, well, Um, I'm I'm actually quite interested. This Adam and Jonathan can shut me up if this is complete. Shut up, Tim. But I'm 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 interested in the logistics of a thing like this. Like, there's one thing if I, I've been to a coffee festival because I'm a nerd about coffee, but that just entails going into a big room where mm-hmm. there's a hundred people giving me an espresso while they walk past, and then I nearly die. Mm-hmm. But with a film festival, and especially when there must be like VIP passes and you know people who are in the films involved with the films, is this? It's like, is it just a road with a load of cinemas everywhere and you go from this one to that one? And what what's the process? So uh, it is a festival space, a festival area. And that there is one place where you can go and go and see the films. Now, you can buy yourself a, 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 a festival ticket and that way it gives you entry into, uh, you have to do a little bit of research, you'll get a magazine and it has all of the, the films you might want to go and see. And the tickets are quite expensive, but if you... Uh, are just you know um, there for the festival you can attend and you can see some films on the outside of the festival walls is can sort of beachfront and along that beachfront you have all sorts of uh, things going on you've got um, parties that you can attend there are lots of private parties but if you do a little bit of research and kind of reach out to maybe some of the people that you know um, if you are industry, you know, there's always things coming up. I think there's even a, a magazine that comes out that has all of the events and parties that if you email those events, there is a chance that they will give you an invite. So there are definitely, definitely ways in if you were doing it completely um, on, you know, on your own. Um, if you are industry, you can get an industry pass. Or if you are um, a journalist or in, you know, some, somehow in, in cast and crew actor production or you have a production company or something like that, you can get a pass. And what's interesting about going into that part of the festival is you have the option to go into the building and go to where the market space is. And that's really interesting. It's all business. But what I love about it is it has everybody's pitching their films and there's all these little sections and little corners where people um, have their posters up or production teams. And that's where um, a lot of the, the business 
you know, market space is if you're wanting to sell your production team or your your um all from all over the world. So I like to go in there and just wander around and, and have a look, even though I'm not really um up for you know investing or anything like that in films. It's still good to see. And then downstairs, what I love out is the in the um it's I think it's called the Pavilion, International Pavilion. Each country has its own tent, and in that space, you can go into any of the tents and listen to seminars and people do talks or people just get coffee and it's a nice place to kind of uh touch base with your people or if you had a film that was I don't know set in South Africa you might go just over to the South Africa tent and just see who you meet and or maybe have a meeting there and it's right on the beachfront so that's really great because you've got all of the countries everybody is involved in the industry um uh, in you know in film in each country so I love that I always obviously go to the UK tent and see lots of people that I was going to ask that I was like which one do you go to first do you go to the I could and should do more I could and should do more I mean you know if you the thing with Cannes is it gets really overwhelming and you do run out of time um so you just do what you can but you know it is great of course I go to the the UK go pop into the Australian one uh, America's good. I went to the Thai, there's a Thailand one. They had some cool things going on. Um, uh, uh, U- Ukraine had, had one. I popped in there and there was some interesting things going on there as well. So you can, you know, you can go anywhere and everywhere with that. So that's, that's kind of the festival area. And you just, you, and that's when you get your little pass, you know, some of those passes do allow you into, into some of the parties, but it really doesn't take much to, um, have a good time there and then beautiful can also has the lovely hotels outside the beach you've got the beautiful carlton um the martinez and these are all places that have really you know a lot of history a lot of heritage in in kind of the old old can old can film festival where these glamorous mm. it's kind of not like that anymore you would have the old glamorous stars come through and they would waltz down the staircases and head off to their red carpets and so that some of these hotels have a lot of history um cinema history so you go in there and have a have a drink and just take in the atmosphere and there are meetings going on there too you could see uh you know a brad pitt or you know you you really could see anybody anywhere but i'm not really there to star spot but some people are and that some people make a business out of just being there to see to see the stars, and that's that's one um, side of it as well. It's, it's kind of business and it's pleasure. Did you at I least get know. to do a bit of both though? So it was you were doing the business yeah. stuff. You, you had a great time, and you did you did some of the parties as well and everything. Yeah, like that. exactly. So I did a few villa parties. Um, Rain dance always have a great one, a really good villa party. Twickenham Studios had a really good party. Uh, else did we go to? Oh, Film Soho, um, Studio Soho uh, had a really great one there. They're a huge big production um, team in London and they had a really great event. Um, Twiggy was there and uh, just lots of really good music, great DJ. And um, yeah, I think that one I was out really late and then all the others I made sure I got home <laughs> at a decent at a hour. Pacing, <laughs> as you said. Indiana Jones was premiering uh, this year and it was Rocket Man last time I was there. So that was epic. But uh, Indiana Jones was cool because I was on a balcony for that. And I was, I was actually looking down over the red carpet as close as you can get um, and saw Harrison Ford. Could see him get out of his big trail of beautiful black 
you know, limousine type cars coming up to the red carpet and entering and then being interviewed by the journalists. And then you've got all of the paparazzi that they have to go through all the way up the stairs into the cinema. And some of the girl women just have the most amazing flouncy, um, theatrical, like over the top dresses. And it's a spectacle, you know? Um, so I kind of got to see it from a really fabulous um, view, but people actually uh, rent out these particular apartments for that purpose. They can have a meeting, they can have their clients come and visit. And then that's part of their pitch, I guess. It's like, come and have this amazing view. It's all De, you know deliberately kind of set up like that so it was it was really impressive yeah, yeah so. we, we really have to do this Let, let's get our own apartment with a balcony and just invite no one will come but we're just emily's invite. emily's got the hook up we'll we'll, we'll yeah. talk about this. yeah you can even get like out. a banner and like hang it over the uh, edge and then everyone can see and... exactly yeah. we've, got, we've actually got merchandise coming out now emily so <laughs> i was gonna so the merchandise is coming out i was wondering like because you are so glamorous and you are always like on the red carpets doing all that kind of stuff. If we sent you a t-shirt or something even more fabulous than that, I don't know what that would be. Can we get you promoting it a little bit next time you go to Cannes? <laughs> next time I go to Cannes, I can definitely do that for you guys. I'm sure I can, so I can pull it when out. You're the, so when you're on the red carpet. Like, I could turn it into like a little mini dress or something. Well, we can. I, I can actually get dresses printed as well. <laughs> oh that sounds great i'll do that for you yeah and they, and they ask you who you're wearing you saw the neighborhood rewatch <laughs> <laughs> and they go who that's like a cool it's a cool idea you should do it <laughs> thanks emily what you're was right. the last film you saw emily then just this isn't to do with anything at all just because you said you haven't seen a film for a while what's the last film you saw the gentleman good film but that that's the one that takes a wicked dark turn at the end isn't it that feels out of place. Or it did for me anyway. It felt like too much. It's a, it, yeah, it's Guy Ritchie. Yeah. Okay. Um, And so I, you know, I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm aware of his films. I'm kind of trying to, sometimes I try to latch on to a, a filmmaker, director, um, and try and think about sort of researching them a little bit. I can and see so you I, in a Guy Ritchie film, Emily. Yeah. Now you've started swearing <laughs> in films. You are I don't know. Well I, am fit I, am I Guy cockney Ritchie. enough? I'm a bit, I'm not yeah. sure. I'm a bit of a cockney geezer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can see you being like, um, like a cockney gangster, but not like their wife or anything, but the actual oh. leader, like the, yeah. the mob boss mm. bitch kind of character. Oh my God. His character, his, yeah, the female roles, they're such character roles for sure. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I think Guy Ritchie's very cool. You should pitch that to him. There, there's something interesting about the the Australian who became the Cockney gangster. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. You guys really, like, egg me on. Yeah, I wasn't ready for the accent Ritchie. either. <laughs> uh, you can do the accent. You swear like a trooper. I think you're going to be fine. <laughs> yeah, actually, all right. <laughs> Um, so that was the last film I saw, which which was great, and you know, m m many more. It's um, yeah, the bystanders it's, film. Yeah, is that like, is that coming out? Is it going to be on a streaming thing? Is it going to be in a theater? Where, yeah. where what's going to happen? So, with that? so it is being sold to the platforms, and I know it's been sold to a few regions of the world already, and the big regions are coming. So, um, it's going to be sold all over the world. It's Sean Walsh, isn't it? stars in it, it. is yeah. I, I think he's he's easily enough of a draw in this country 
that Netflix want to have it. Yeah, yeah. he shows up in a lot of like comedy panel kind of stuff, like Mock the Week, and uh, yeah, he shows up in enough stuff. I think. Wouldn't I? Don't know if has he acted before. I can't remember. He's Was very he good like actor. He's very show. natural. I, I'm. He, yeah. he must have done a lot of work before, but uh, a lot of the you know the the names on there are, are up and coming and new, and the acting was just so good. And it's you know it's some of the guys you know I've known for a while, and it's just so great to finally see see it out. You know, um, and you know because a lot of them. I won't say us because my role's so small, but you know, a lot of the guys involved have been waiting such a long time. So hopefully, it opens a lot of doors for people. It, honestly, he, he seems great, and the everything about the film—it's got its own style immediately in the trailer, yeah. which I think is really—it's an important thing when you want to stake a claim and you want to make your own image. That it's—it's it, it's not alienating, but it's unique. And I think it's also really British as well. Yeah. It has this real British feel, like kind of British realness that we... A gritty you know, kind of... Gritty, yeah. yeah. Um, and I really love the science fiction genre as well. It's really interesting yeah. to um, to go to the festival, to the sci-fi festival and kind of think about that. I'd love to go to Comic-Con. I'd love to do some space stuff. So look, in Cannes too, I spoke to a friend who's doing some really interesting um, AI work as well, which I found really exciting to hear his pitch. And I've known this person for years um, and he's always been at the forefront of film, you know, film developing. Um, he has his own uh, film studio and he's been working on, you know, LED um, uh, sets and talking about that for years and makes a few films a year. He's really quite successful. But to hear his pitch this year in AI, it's really controversial, but I'm, 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 I'm on, I'm on board with, with the idea. Um, his name is Tom Payton uh, and his company is called Pigeon Shrine. Uh, so look out for that. Um, you guys should follow him on Instagram, Pigeon Shrine. Uh, they've got some really interesting podcasts coming out, one called Table Read. And you can hear the first, his first uh, uh, AI script, really, basically, wow. before it's been turned into anything um, full, fully AI. So in talking to Tom too, you know, um, writers are still involved and actors are still involved. Um, so I'm just begging him. I'd love to be a part of the act, whatever the, whatever is required on the acting side of things. I definitely want to be a part of that. Um, so it's just going to be interesting um, to see how, how AI does develop, but he's really interesting. He's got a really forward way of thinking. He always has, but um Tom Payton and uh, yeah, AI in, in the industry is, I think he's got a real grip of it at the moment. I don't know if there's really anyone else around that's well, got you, quite you a grip say on that, it. Emily, but we've yeah. actually dabbled a little bit with AI on this podcast as well. I don't know if you know about this. <laughs> oh. Because <laughs> so, we've had, like, Tim um, is obviously one of the, the main people on it, um, but sometimes he can't make it for various reasons. Um, <laughs> his wife won't let him things like that <laughs> um but what so what we did when he wasn't available we got um a timbot we got an ai program and we kind what? of programmed it with things we thought tim would do and we put that in there and it was actually more successful podcast than the actual <laughs> tim and then we tried to get a couple of guests on in the past and they they been busy or unavailable so we've done so there was almost if you'd like when i got that message off you just before we were recording saying oh i'm gonna be a bit late which is brilliant that's fine we we had the emily bot ready <laughs> <laughs> so 
we'll give this a listen back at the end. But if we think uh, she was a bit, she was a bit shit this time. We'll pour. Well, guys, you know what? Well, next time, when I'm when I you invite me, maybe I'll send the M bot. <laughs> so, question: What sort of things? Like, well, we won't do it now. But what sort of things need to go in the M bot? If we had, I don't know, maybe five things. For the M bot, what would you want the M bot? <laughs> what are the personality traits we need? We obviously got swears like a trooper. Like a trooper yeah. Swearing like a trooper. I mean, you're going to have to be able to, you know, you guys make me laugh. So she's going to have to be able to. Terrible sense of humor. Yeah, terrible that. sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? I guess. Something about being so glamorous, surely. Yeah, definitely. Mm. On you know with, with fashion being you on. could tweak yeah you could tweak the hair or something or <laughs> <laughs> get the voice down. <laughs> you could, you got a thousand voices now. We didn't know that you could do all these accents. <laughs> so you was also t- you talked about yeah. Cannes Festival obviously. How was sci-fi the sci-fi festival different to Cannes? Because I imagine both yeah. equally brilliant. How were yeah. they different? Yeah, I mean, it is complete, com- you know, very, very, very different. Uh, I, I sort of looked at it more like just to sort of switch it up a little bit from your question. But um, I've been to um, Fright Fest a lot. So um, I've been sort of introduced, introduced to it's the horror thriller genre festival in London. It's the biggest um, genre horror thriller genre festival um, in the country. Um, and um, Paul McAvoy. Uh, developed it years and years and years ago and it's now become huge and that's every August uh, around August time so it's coming up and I've been sort of going to that for years and I've had friends films in that for years and I've gone to those parties and I know a lot of the genre people and um, feel really kind of uh, at home with horror I love watching it and I love being at that festival so it was just interesting to kind of oh wow you know realize that gee there are these other genres around it's um kind of eye-opening and um yeah and there's a real market for it so yeah the whole sci-fi thing was a bit of a shift like uh I kind of just got too comfortable in the horror thriller kind of little little what's little your favorite horror film oh uh I love Dead Palm I mean that's quite a scary film for me yeah um I mean I've, I grew up on like Freddy Krueger uh which used to terrify me um I can see you in one of those films as well, where mm. you're the last, like the last, there's always a girl left at the end. Well. Always. But this time you just kick some ass or something. I know. Well, I'd love the chance to do that. So, if, you know, if those guys are, you know, I'm always begging, begging my friends to put me in their horror thriller genre films. I'm hoping that I can do something this year. I do have one coming out called Punch. Um, and that's written and directed by Andy Edwards. And he's quite big in the horror thriller genre over here and he's made a lot of great films um always amazing visually stunning very sexy uh very bloody and gory um really good writing um and his you know his films always look amazing so punch is my next one coming out um so i i will be in a horror thriller uh but i don't want to give it away um i was really hoping (laughs) <laughs> oh, I really wanted to die. I wanted to be killed. I wanted the blood in the guts. And he said he promised me that. Anyway, you'll see what happens. But um, yeah, uh, yeah, I do get very close to to, to getting uh, mur- murdered, but uh, I won't give it away. 
you know if yeah. if you i wasn't going to say anything because this feels like such a a fanboy thing to say to someone who doesn't understand the industry but i'm gonna say it anyway um if, keep your ears open and get your agent to put the feelers out for i believe it's um i'm forgetting his name simon Pegg and his friend um nick frost nick frost thank you um are i believe they've got the rights to turn ben aronovich the author has a series of, of books that um it's like it's a kind of light-hearted funny magical horror um like police drama and they're hoping to turn it into a tv series if you can get in any way associated with that i feel like it's right up your street by the sound <gasps> what's that Amazing. called Tim? thanks for that out tip yeah i'll definitely ask ask around about oh it's, that. it's called the rivers of london that's what the series the rivers of london yeah the books okay, are, they're, they're like their guilty pleasure, easy read, really fun, flowing stories. Um, and yeah, they, they go deep into the magic and the sci-fi whilst also oh. just being like really funny and realistic <laughs> as well. Wow, uh, that sounds like it's going to be really fun. Um, this, yes. this man knows books as well. This man knows books. The Rivers of London. All right, I'm going to get the books and read them. Do it. Do my research. <laughs> if, if you want, I get 50% off of I'll send you. <laughs> Commission two, I hope. You you love a festival, then, don't you? Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah, I mean, I I really would. There's so many great ones around the world. Well, but I'm right. really just just starting out again. You know, I'm really well, just. You'll be happy to know, then, Emily. That like, I think I mentioned it to you anyway. Like we wanted to do some summer specials. For mm. our podcast, Jay decided one one episode isn't enough. Let's make it a summer fest of podcast episodes. <laughs> We've said our summer fest is going to be the biggest party of the summer. What? First of all, I want to know what makes a summer party for you. Let's go with five five things that you think makes a great summer party. Okay, well, a great summer party. You need good food. Anything right? in particular? Me- what are you thinking? What are you bringing to this party? I've invited you to the party. What are you bringing? <laughs> what am I bringing? All right. Well, um, I don't know. I'll I'll bring the entertain- entertainment then. <laughs> okay. So it needs yeah. entertainment. It needs great food. You know, good music and you know, fun hosts. You guys are hosting, right? So I was born. I was born to host, so I, I have a host. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys would be so much fun to party with. So, yeah, and and I guess um. You need you need the right fun clothes, don't you? You need to be kind of wearing something a little extra. I'm so glad you said clothes. It's almost <laughs> as if you we've done this. We're sorting it out, <laughs> right? So you are you are. We've said it a couple of times now. We're not just saying it, you know, to be nice or whatever. I think we'd all agree you are the most glamorous person we know. Okay, <laughs> so you must know what a good summer outfit looks like. <laughs> Well, you know, I guess it, de- it depends. I am in a in a phase at the moment where, uh, yeah, I'm liking it kind of short and fun. Yeah. Um, that's kind of my vibe at the moment. Um, last year and the years gone by, I've done the big long. I love the vampire's wife and I've wear a lot of the vampire's wife. I love the long <laughs> flowy dresses. But this year I've kind of... Uh, mix it up a bit and I've um I go to the parties and everyone's wearing long dresses and I'm there 
kind of wearing the short ones this year. You had something made of tinfoil and not sci-fi. I know. What's that about? How are you getting uh, away with that? I wore that twice, like in for two, you know, two events. It's good to wear things again and again and again. But I love that so much. I felt like a, a space, a space person, and I'm I love space. So um, yeah, I it was as close as I've got to being um, Barbarella girl. Or, yes. Uh, yeah. So, so you're saying short and fun. Two <laughs> adjectives to describe JK. How are you about? <laughs> How are you with men's fashion? Because yeah. Yeah. I've been looking for a summer look and I've I've put something on today that I would like you to to rate as a summer look. And and if it's horrible, I'd like your advice on how to make it better. Uh, and if it's fantastic, then, you know. I think yeah, it's fantastic for the UK. I think you, you're uh, well, looking like a... Well, I've only... Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa. Apparently, yeah. you can only see my shirt. Um, we have, we have a classic white shirt. We haven't seen the rest of it. We apologise in advance for whatever. Okay, I'm excited now. And what are your thoughts on the white shirt? First of all, you think that? Do you think that's good? Yeah, I think it's. I think it's good. What is it? It's a white cotton shirt. Yeah. Oh, maybe a little yeah. bit. Of I'm not sure. Yeah. Is it a Ralph Lauren? Is that the little horse it I is, see? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's um, looking very I've, smart. I've been watching a lot of White Lotus at the moment, so I've taken a lot of those kind good. of. Those I kind love of White Lotus. So, uh, but then I've decided to go a little bit. This is the grand reveal with the pants. I've decided to go a little bit. Oh my gosh! With to to go up against the white. So I've gone for like a grey and light blue kind of checkered. Are you wearing wearing trousers? Thank God. He is wearing trousers. (laughs) Oh God. We're not going to have another tattoo fiasco, Emily. No, I just wasn't sure for a minute. No, I haven't. So, what do you think of the trousers? Did the trousers work? The trousers, yeah. I mean, the trousers. I mean, look, we all know what would what would be better, but they they work. They're working. <laughs> if you lived in Australia, I'd probably say you need some like stubbies. Stubbies. What, what, what stubbies? What are stubbies? You know the little the little football shorts. The that they really wear short ones. Aussie rules footy shorts. <laughs> you know. I think I'm. I've, Emily's being nice because Emily is so nice, but what it's summer fest. Why are you wearing trousers? I'm thinking more in the evening. This is more evening wear. It will it will be, you know, stubbies during the day, as Emily has uh, <laughs> suggested. Stubbies, stubbies during the day. But in the evening, you know, when you're there for your, your evening meal and you're at the bar, you're at the cocktail bar, you're having a couple of cocktails, you're looking out on the beach. I think you've done I think it's a good I think it's good. And I do, I love white lotus, it's very white lotus. There is one more part as well. I don't know how you feel about sunglasses, but did the aviator glasses work? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. They're, They're very too big cool. for your head. They don't look like they're yours. <laughs> Emily, if you were to say what he looks like now, what would you say? Like, if you if you were to say, you know what you look like, you look like... Oh, he's looking a little Billy Kennedy for me. Oh, <laughs> she's yeah. pulled it out. I mean, I'm kind of feeling a, a little bit of a Billy Kennedy feel there. <laughs> and you know what happens with Emily <laughs> Milburn when she's around Billy Kennedy. You know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> <gasps> oh dear you're there, you look like you backed up into a corner there I think I need to open a window you've <laughs> absolutely made his, made his year well done <laughs> <laughs> 
Emily, you have been brilliant as always. Can we finish with just a little bit of neighbours chat? Because on this podcast, sometimes we talk about neighbours. What are your thoughts? It's coming back. The last time we spoke, um, (laughs) it was done. And you were going to the the last, the show, the the big goodbye. It was very emotional. It was too much to handle. It was Well, it was just... Did you swear like a trooper at everyone? I... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was, you know, it was definitely a tearjerker, wasn't it? It was yeah. brilliant. Um, that's right. It was wrapping up. I mean, what an emotional roller coaster it's been the last couple of years. For then it to be picked up, what, three months later uh, by Amazon Freebie, uh, it's shocked. It's shocked a lot of people. But I think it's made a lot of people happy. You know, a lot of, you know, a lot of us absolutely love love the show. And it really came out in those, that last closing kind of, uh episodes and when we all thought we were going to lose it uh it was it was amazing how many people you know it came out and, and it was so emotional about it and I had so many amazing conversations with the party that I was at um with TV soap and I met some of the uh journalists that had interviewed me back in the day and knew my character and were still working for the magazine and um and I was there you know, for the closing party of, of that. And just to hear how passionate and emotional they were, you realise it was it is a real family and it is does mean a lot to so many, so many people. So yeah, it's very it's it's incredible that it's back. And that whole back catalogue being up uploaded is scary. <laughs> have you have you gone back and watched any of those iconic episodes? Um I like the Kylie <laughs> ones. I love the really old ones. You know, I love the really early Madge and the early Harold and the Kylie and the Jason and um because that's when I was really obsessed with it when I was really little um I, I kind of let you guys remind me of um my have you not watched yourself episode. have you not watched no, no, what are you I, like with that anyway in general watching your own stuff I think it's a, it's easier now um I, to watch it back it is it it's like just a different it just seems like a different world a different person um and it's quite cool to kind of maybe think about going back and watch i mean look i've only i've only ever seen some of the episodes a few times um where i've put the v, the vhs in in the slot and uh watched a few grainy <laughs> kind of episodes but um i would love to kind of watch it again properly i love seeing some of my old friends in it that's what i like to see what about because you've been on this is the second time you've been on now i mm. reckon third time you get the t-shirt <laughs> so for the third one would you be interested in doing a rewatch with us of one of your iconic episodes where we all watch it together and we can have a bit of a chat about it? <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah. Well, the moral support would be good. I, I have to do it with you. <laughs> we can definitely reminisce. That's a cool. That's a really cool idea. Um, I did an interview recently, um, and they were bringing up this the the, the Sydney episodes, and I, you know what, I hadn't. I think it was the um the cliffhanger for the ninety seven cliffhanger. Yeah, and yeah, you think, part of that. Yeah, you proper go for it in the. In the oh, I know, and so that was that was interesting to really think about that again. It brought back, you know, I was forced to think about it, and it's yeah, it was kind of fun to relive that a little bit. So yeah, thanks guys, I'd love to do that. Book it in. He's writing it down. Write it down. She said Wait. it now. It's on. It's recorded. <laughs> we've, done, we've done four wedding specials, however many funeral specials. We'll do an Emily special, and that'll yeah. actually be good. Oh, I need it with you guys, though. Every episode we do with Emily is special, oh, let's be honest. You guys are great. You know, it's nice you've become friends. Well, lifelong friends, that- you know. 
Well, it's been lifelong friends. Like, and you know what they say, you know, good neighbours become good friends. But, um, uh, yeah, I was saying to a friend of mine that, you know, it's fun to come and do this podcast with you and, and talk about it. But it's, you know, now it's it's more like just having a chat with my mates. And um, Adam's kept in touch, you know, so much. He's always checking in and asking, you know, uh, how I am. So, yeah, it's, it's lovely. It's just really nice that that combination, it's kind of like the world's come together then. Well, thank you so much for coming on and entertaining us and indulging us again. It's so and nice. And Adam, to... I you will read so your busy. script. I've got that script lined up. You have got my script. Yeah, I got your script. Take that to Cannes next time you go. Stop yeah, see, you've piss. got something there. You could probably be pitching that. I think that's your thing. I think that's what you've got to take to Cannes okay. and take the podcast and that. So we'll I'll cheer it. you on. Yes, thank you. We're doing it. Yeah. We're starting it next time. Next Cannes. You are doing it. I want to hear... Oh, we should do a podcast from the Le, 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 Le Crozet in Cannes. I'm in. That's some effects twenty four. It was so good to see you guys. Thank you, Emily. Oh, good luck with the film and everything Thanks and whatever so comes next. Like you, you're very busy. We like keeping uh, keeping in touch with you and also seeing what you're up to. It's really good. Yeah. Oh, you're so sweet. It's um great to chat. Take care. See you soon. See you soon. Bye. Bye.